Greetings, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to this week's podcast. You may be saying, that's a different voice. Well, that's because Father Tiroff's voice is really gone. He has a touch of laryngitis and is resting his voice. So this is Deacon Joe, along with Ed Dill, with you today from the St. Jude's Podcast Studio. Boy, that sounds so official. Tell everybody hi, Ed. Hi, everyone. Well, Ed, I was thinking today when we were getting started for this uh, about musical backgrounds. Can you tell us a little bit about your musical background? Sure. Well, like a lot of kids around fifth grade, I picked up the clarinet, which I believe was your first instrument or Me one of your too. instruments. Yep. And uh, so I got to play in my, you know, not so great elementary band. And then uh, I got to graduate to middle school and high school marching bands, which is a lot of fun and concert oh, yeah. orchestras. and. Um, one really cool thing was when I was in college, I got to be the student conductor of our pep and concert band. So, but sometimes music has unintended consequences. I had to go to every home football game, every home men's basketball game, every home women's basketball game. And the way they paid, uh, musicians was through giving us hot dogs. And so I had so many hot dogs in my life. My family is well aware I won't touch a hot dog anymore. So... (laughs) My musical uh, beginnings have led to my culinary tastes, too. All I right. Guess. So well, very good. Very how about good. you? Have you been in any uh, Yeah, I was a, played ensembles? clarinet in band. I, too, was in marching band. Had a lot of fun. We, our, our high school band wound up at a couple of NFL games when they used to show halftime, so that cool. was always fun. <laughs> and and uh, I was in a little uh, uh, fledgling rock and roll band in high school and played a uh, guitar and a little bit of drums and that. And uh, actually, I was also in our parish youth choir. And uh, it was a quite a quite a unique group. We the name of it was the Individuals, because uh, we were uh, an eclectic group. We had several of the people from uh, several kids from our parish that were there, but we had a couple of uh, non-Catholics. I had a Baptist friend that came and sang with us, and then one of my Jewish friends from uh, school. She played flute, so she came and played flute for us. So it was a it was a lot of fun. Neat, and I hear every now and then you play guitar here or I do. sing with at St. Jude's. That's, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear you your first well. time since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, Deacon Joe, who's our sponsor this week? Well, our sponsor this week is St. Jude's Pasta Dinner. It's going to be on October 28th after the 5 p.m. Mass in the lower level of the community center. And tickets are on sale this week after all the Masses. And adult tickets are $12. Kids five and under are only $6. And there's a family cap if you got a lot of kids and stuff. So that's for, the family cap is $40. And children three and under eat free. So be sure and pick up your tickets because they're not going to be available at the door. And the other big thing that's happening that night is the St. Jude Awards for this year will also be announced at the pasta dinner. Make sure you get your tickets this weekend, as you said, there won't be yeah. tickets at the door. There's only, I think, 100 total being sold. That's so. correct. So please get in this weekend. So, Deacon, would you please read the gospel for us? Sure, for I'll be glad to. <clears throat> the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory, Glory to, to you, you, O Lord. Lord. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. They handed him a Roman coin. He said to them, 
whose image is, is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. And he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Boy, kind of, a, kind of a tough gospel today, huh? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I get a lot of lot of comments on this. Sometimes folks try to use this uh, gospel for uh, uh, explaining separation between church and state and, and those kind of things. But I think it's got, a, as usual, I think it's got a, a much deeper deeper meaning than that. Um, I was reading a couple of uh, commentaries, and they were it was revolving around um, how does he say it? Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. And the word they were keying in on, on was that repay. Mm. And, it, and it can have several different meanings. One of them is uh, to render or to uh, almost like to give back. And so what, what I was really thinking about this gospel is, is what does God want from us? How do we repay or render or give back to God? And that's a big question. And I think really that God has a great desire for us. He wants our hearts, our love. Of course, he wants our praise and thanksgiving. But I think, too, there's a lot of different ways we can give back to God. And one of the big ways is we give back to God in how we treat our neighbor. Mm. You know, sure. when, we, when we have that love and mercy, that forgiveness, and that service to each other, we are really giving back to God what he has freely given us. Well, since I've got Ed here, and we really, you know, I remember you did, we had a little bio on you when you first came here, but we haven't uh, uh, always uh, interviewed you like we did some of the other other folks. So we're going to ask you a couple of questions. Great. Is that okay? That's great. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit how you got started in church and uh, music ministry. Well, back about 30 years ago or so, I was an altar server at my church, and um, I also was the bulletin editor, so it was my first foray into uh, desktop publishing when only Microsoft Word even existed back then. I think it was <laughs> WordPerfect or something oh, simpler. Yeah. I don't know, DOS. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I was an altar server and tried to serve as many masses as I, as I could, and, um, but I also had this musical interest, and so... Um, one day, I went up to our music director, who was primarily a vocalist. He was kind of like an opera singer, was a high school choir director, and very powerful voice and big presence, and a little in intimidating for me, being a 15 or 16-year-old high school student. Oh, yeah. But you know, I went up to him one day, and I don't know how I asked it or what gave me the courage to ask, but I said, you know, can I play piano for you, you know, at church? And I, at that point, was just teaching myself, so I was, you know, not all that good. So <laughs> it was a little humbling. But he did say yes, and for a couple of years at the end of high school, I um, was able to accompany him in their adult choir, and we actually got to start a youth choir uh, when I was there. And so uh, that's pretty much how I got started uh, you know, back about 30 years ago, and then I went to things like a Steubenville Youth Conference back when they were only in Steubenville, Ohio. They didn't yep. have them in didn't Denver and Texas and everywhere yeah. else. Um, and that was really inspiring and um, went to college and university and met my wife in music ministry. And so pretty much since then, I've been doing music in any parish we moved to, in any state we moved to. And um, it's often been volunteer because my other job has been as a psychologist. And so uh, music at various times has been a small part of my life. And right now, obviously, as I'm the music coordinator here, it's 
much more a part uh, of what I do each week, and it's yeah. just a huge blessing. So um, one thing, it got my mind uh, thinking, and you mentioned your youth choir when yeah. you were in, in school a long time ago, as long as me. Um, I, I just want to put a plug out there for our St. Jude Youth Choir, which will be starting up again, we hope, at the end of October, and we'll be singing about once per month at the 11 o'clock Mass on Wonderful. Sundays. And so we are going to be looking, I think, for some new people to join us. So I don't know if many kids, uh, youth and high school age are listening to this podcast, but if you're a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or a relative or a friend of someone who would fall uh, in the youth choir range of age, please reach out to me by email. I'd love to get them involved. And that's how I got started. So I have a big passion for, for getting the youth involved oh, in music yeah, ministry. Oh, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I know we yeah. have a good youth choir, but you got to keep got to keep uh, kids coming because they yeah. have a tendency to graduate and right. move on. <laughs> Right. So, but, but I've also seen what happened to you with a lot of a lot of uh, kids too. Kids that start singing in in high school or even younger in the church wind up like yourself. Thirty years for me, thirty plus years. <laughs> you know, they 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 wind up sticking around. So it's a it's a great thing to do. So, Definitely, and I I'd like to uh, keep fostering that ministry here and. Um, so I we I plead with anyone to if you know someone um, who'd like to join us, please reach out to me. Sounds great. Well, have there been any other big blessings since you've been here at St. Jude's? Sure. I don't know how many weeks it's been, about maybe eight weeks or so, but uh, there's been so many blessings here, and uh, starting with just the people who are in music ministry themselves. And change is hard, and, and welcoming a new music director or coordinator is not easy, and people have been very gracious and loving and accepting, and we're trying to figure it out together, and there's a lot of talent and joy and people who are very generous hearts who have given so many years um, to music ministry at this parish alone. And people have been here for a long time. And just the joy and the prayerfulness with which they approach their ministry is a huge blessing. And on the flip side of it, another thing as a musician at Mass is uh, that's very important to me is how much the congregation participates in praise and praises. And um, I've just been so impressed with the participation of our assemblies here, our congregations. Um, of how much people sing and participate and, yeah. and give their heart, you know. I mean, I've noticed uh, noticed it too that it's a really nice response mm-hmm. that, that people people join in for that what do they call it full and conscious participation. Right. Yeah. And Father in his homily this past weekend mentioned how when he was in the East Coast, you know, it's, we're all part of one big universal church, and yeah. one thing that ties us together is our ability to pray together and be you know, prayer can be private and individual, but prayer is also important to be communal. And exactly. and one way we express that community is through our participation. And it uh, just, it, it, it gives people who are doing music ministry joy and, um, and just a, uh, uh, desire to keep doing what we do because people are actually participating. We're not there to give a concert or to right. uh, to be singing by ourselves. It's really to lead prayer, and we, we pray together when we sing. So Amen. that, I think, is probably the biggest blessing I've seen here at St. Jude, and I just want people to know that you know we notice up there. and uh, We do. We, we notice <laughs> it from where I sit, too. <laughs> and that really um, makes uh, our prayer together that much more um, uh, holy and, uh, and, and, um, and fruitful. So thank you. All right. Well, we uh, look forward to, uh, uh, we thank you for your uh, uh, patience with us on this podcast as we're winging it without <laughs> Father, and we look forward to his soon return. I hope so. Deacon, would you give us your blessing? I will. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you this day, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.